0: this is Anna. Welcome to Read a Pod Podcast. I was a big listener of Australian fiction author podcasts well and truly before I even dreamt of, of interviewing authors at my shop. One of the, the earliest ones that I used to listen to and still do because I'm such a big fan of her work is Claudine Tinellis' Talking Aussie Books. She has interviewed everybody. Everybody that you can think of she's interviewed. She does a fantastic job. She's always so professional, considered, considerate, empathetic. Oh, she's just a delight to listen to. And I've been a big admirer of hers for years now. We've become friends. We've gone out for dinner several times. um, And I was absolutely stoked when she agreed to come on to my podcast. I'd been wanting to talk to her about her podcast for ages i just need to psych up for it so this was the perfect opportunity and i'm so grateful that she came on thanks for listening hello lovely hello claudine how are you i'm really well how are you good thank you (laughs) thank you for coming on it is so nice to chat with you thank you very much for agreeing to my interview (laughs) of you my role model baby
1: oh don't say that now i'm embarrassed i'll go all red
0: (laughs) thank you very much (laughs) what made you. you get started
1: I think I just wanted well, firstly I wanted to have a platform that I could talk intelligently about books. I I've told this story a number of times mm. before, but I actually don't like blogging. I found that blogging was was quite stifling for me. I didn't actually mm-hmm. know what to mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. and I found that quite a difficult medium. So I thought I can talk about other people's books. I love talking about books in general. Mm -hmm. I had a group of friends that I love talking about books with. Uh I thought, you know what, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side of that, as you know, I'm Uh an aspiring author myself and Uh trying to write my own books. And so I wanted inspiration from other Australian authors who have been where I am now. Uh And I figured... At the time when I started it, there weren't many Australian podcasts around that were just interviewing Australian authors and not just Mm -hmm. Australian authors, but Australian authors of fiction. Yes. There there are a couple of wonderful, well, there were at the time a couple of wonderful podcasts that did interview authors and talk about their journey to publication, Mm -hmm. about writing tips and whatnot. But I found that I really was only interested in the Australian ones and the Mm. their individual experience mm-hmm. so and I, and I had a bit of a search and I couldn't find what I was after so I decided that I would start my own it was honestly and I've said this before in many arenas that it was one of the most impulsive things I've ever done I literally oh came wow one day and I I remember saying it to my boys who were here at the time and I said oh I think I'm going to start my own podcast and the boys kind of looked at me sideways I went yeah okay mum you're a bit loopy but then I I started you know started researching gosh for me it's been the
0: absolute opposite (laughs) I couldn't have come to it more slowly
1: (laughs) I think you know each to their own I Mm. I was definitely ready I was Mm. ready to take that step and they helped me to their credit. My boys helped me set up the platforms mm. and investigate, you know, little things like microphones and headphones mm. and, you know, things like that and how to edit. And so we did a few test runs. And then I started mm-hmm. casting about amongst my group of friends, if there was anybody who would be interested in being interviewed. And I, I was I hoped that I was honest with them and i i do believe i said something along, along the lines of i have no idea whether this is going to go anywhere mm. i have no idea how many people will listen to this mm-hmm. movie, would you mind and a few beautiful people, mm. people like lauren chater people oh, like yeah. lanchard people yep. like sandy docker mm-hmm. who really did take that leap of faith with me mm. jump off that metaphorical cliff <laughs> into the world of podcasting with me and honestly I I haven't looked back I've just loved it oh no
0: you've gone from strength to strength to strength been a wonderful experience just to witness you've done such a fantastic job with your podcast Thank you um, so much. I went back and I was listening to some of the early ones today just in preparation for our chat today. And um, you really haven't changed that much. I mean, you obviously have gotten better and better, but it was all there right at the start. You had the whole, oh, whole formula you. all worked out. You had all of the gold right there from the start. You knew exactly what you were doing. That's so
1: nice of you to say, Anna. I don't know that I necessarily felt that I knew what I was doing at the time, but I felt, uh, I I mean, I tend not to go back and listen to earlier episodes because I feel a little bit cringy. It's kind of a bit like an author, you know, going back and rereading the first manuscript they ever wrote. I uh, bet. (laughs) uh, Although I will say I do a lot of that too, uh, you know, and cringe at the first few pieces of, you know, fiction that that I've written. But in, in relation to the podcast, yeah, I tend not to go back because I feel like oh I probably didn't really know what I was doing back then but having said that the authors I interviewed were so gracious
0: oh <laughs> Lauren Chader was one of my first interviews as well in the shop and gosh she was lovely she was just so gracious so professional so <laughs> so lovely
1: absolutely and they do interviewing people like Lauren and Tanya and Sandy mm. and all oh, I, I mean I could I could rattle off you know a list of names as long as my arm about the graciousness of Australian authors mm. um, in giving their time to you mm. um, in in encouraging you mm. um, in sharing, um, interviews that that we've done, and you know, as I said in the beginning, I mean, I was a nobody. I was a you know, nobody knew who I was or why I was doing this. And still, I had people, as I said, take that leap of faith with me and go on this journey with me. And you know, for that, I'm you know, incredibly grateful.
0: Oh wow! Well, it's yeah, it's a wonderful journey to a witness. Like I said, but now I see you in all the best best podcast lists in <laughs> Who magazines and. <laughs> You're all over the place. It's wonderful. You must be so proud of what you've done.
1: Anna, I am proud of the podcast. I'm proud because... It has done what I set out to achieve, which was, you know, to spotlight Australian authors and the wonderful mm, stories. Mm. Um, and also I have learnt so much from it. I've learnt from the wonderful authors who've, you know, appeared on my podcast mm-hmm. as well. But not only that, I have to say, Anna, the wonderful thing about this podcast is that it, it has enabled me to make contact with beautiful people like you. Um, oh, yeah. uh, people I would not have met otherwise. If not I was thinking that
0: this morning myself. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know. Yes, Never in my
0: Streams, but i've ever gotten in contact with you and i'm so grateful for the for the friendship even it's just so lovely
1: it is lovely and it's such a lovely it's community ha- it's happened multiple times when mm. i have you know where I've been contacted by somebody and we've done an interview and then a friendship has evolved from that. We've stayed in contact. We've got things Mm -hmm. in common. We're in common online groups and we chat about books. Mm -hmm. And for me, that has become one of the best things about this is the network of people that uh, I'm seeing to be moving amongst.
0: Mm. Um, Oh, you've created such a lovely tribe for yourself. Um, I think back to that Fiona McIntosh literary lunch that I got to go to with you <laughs> and looking around the table was just mind-blowing for me it was incredible there was Sandy Docker, Cassie Hamer, um, I had taken Rosemary Putty's ticket and so just people that in no other sphere would I have ever gotten to know. Oh. That's it was so just so beautiful. lovely
1: <laughs> it, it is lovely and I still pinch myself up until today and I thank my lucky stars that I've you know made friends with so many beautiful people um which I, I as I said before really does stem back to this podcast um mm. and so yeah I, I'll be forever grateful
0: yeah oh that's so lovely and so what's next for you what will you do with Talking Aussie Books next
1: Yeah, I think I just keep on going, keep on doing what I'm doing. I think that with the advent of COVID. Um, you know certainly last year and unfortunately for Sydney Siders again this year Mm -hmm. so many book launches were cancelled so many uh, author events were cancelled Yeah, and so podcasts like mine you know as well as uh, book blogging tours and Mm -hmm. um, other online events have become really integral for Mm -hmm. Australian authors to be able to promote their books and I have tried as much as I possibly can bearing in mind it's a one-man band (laughs) over Mm -hmm. here you know trying to you know invite as many mm-hmm. uh, or, or to accept you know as many interview requests as I possibly can bearing in mind there's a lot of you know debut authors out there who's mm. you know <laughs> whose book tours got cancelled and whose book mm. events got cancelled and so I kind of see it as my way of contributing to you know yeah. spotlighting those those new authors um, so and I love doing it I mean it's mm. no hardship I genuinely love it. but there's do. an awful
0: lot of work that goes into um a podcast episode as well though isn't there
1: Yeah, as you would know, as the wonderful host and producer of Reader Pod podcast, (laughs) um, you definitely know that you know it is a labour of love. Mm. I don't get paid to do this, Mm. and so um, although that's not a priority for me, it is. But it's beyond a
0: full time job, though. That's what I've found out in my lockdown experience. I was crazy to be thinking that I could do this as well as the shoppers while I'm learning. Hopefully I pick up enough skills that I'm able to just to, to slot it in when we do go back. Goodness me, it is a big job.
1: Yeah, it is, it is a job. And, look, I have become a little bit more streamlined in the three years. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Three years yeah. now that I've been doing this, um, you know, I definitely have it down pat. But, you know, I have a queue of interviews that I need to get out now um, mm-hmm. just because I was at one stage, it was a, a little bit mental earlier this year. I was doing, you know, up to three interviews a week. Um, and so that wow. means reading, reading the books, doing the research, preparing mm-hmm. for the interview, doing mm-hmm. the interview, and then editing. Um, yeah. Okay. And so I have fallen a little bit behind in that regard, but I figure I can only do what I can oh. do. I, I can't run myself down into the ground for no. do the best that I can do.
0: No, there's no and, point in killing yourself and not ever being able to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. To... So
1: it is it is about being a little bit, you know, kinder to myself and just saying, Well, I can only do what I can do. Mm. Plus I'm trying to write at the same time. Absolutely. So a little bit difficult. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Ah, uh, that was my next question. How do you find the time to be trying to write as well? But no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not easy. I mean, look, you know, there are weeks that are, that go by that are, you know sometimes I can't write as much as i would like to mm. um but that's just me prioritizing you know it, it is really just a question of prioritizing yeah oh, absolutely I, i've just gone through a really intense period of you know working on a, a new draft my current manuscript um, and i will take a little bit of a break now and then dive back into that and in, in the next couple of weeks to mm. do a, yet yet another draft yeah <laughs> of that same manuscript oh, bless. So, yeah it is about it is about just you know identifying what your priorities are Yeah. yeah most of the people that i speak to are just beautiful mm. generous souls who genuinely appreciate the opportunity to promote their work on your podcast and appreciate the fact that you are also promoting their work
0: on yeah. the podcast.
1: and so it's the spirit in which i you know do this and i hope that um people understand that i mean i don't actually get any financial gain out of doing it so, mm. um yeah but look you know it, it, it's not a big deal really in the scheme of things so what about you Anna 12 episodes into Reader pod what has been the best thing or pinch me moment about starting your own podcast do you think
0: oh bless for me it's just that I'm doing it this has been on my to-do list for years and it's like absolutely embarrassing I think when I was doing my news resolutions for this year I could have just transcribed the ones from 2020 and I blamed COVID and the whole We all felt like we were walking through mud last year and Mm. probably again this year, but still time's ticking and I've got resolutions.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I hear you, sister.
0: (laughs) So for me, it's just that real sense of accomplishment. Like they make me cringe. And when I'm listening to my own voice while I'm editing, gosh, (laughs) that is such a real hurdle. (laughs) But I just have to go with it and know that I'm going to improve. And I look back at my first days at the shop as well and I cringe at some of the things that I was doing in there. It was just a bare shell of a shop compared to what it is now. (laughs) So you're constantly improving. You've just got to go with it.
1: Oh, yeah. I totally agree and I hate the sound of my own voice I have to say as well and, oh. and people, are, people are so complimentary but really when you have to listen to yourself say um and ah and stuff oh. and you know say absolutely a million times throughout the course of the interview, it is <laughs> mortifying it is genuinely mortifying and so yeah you just kind of have to get over yourself
0: really absolutely yeah and just get along and do it yeah, yeah.
1: now you and your bookshop in Cronulla have not only a draw card, but famous amongst <laughs> the Australian reading and writing community. Everyone wants to be
0: one of our oh, authors. goodness <laughs> I wish oh. in my wildest dreams. <laughs>
1: they do, they do. Thank you very much. They do. They're queuing up. So why did you start hosting these events?
0: It is one of those pinch men, like can't believe, can't believe that this is what I get to do for work. This is crazy. And really it was one of those things that was way too good to be true. Um I was speaking to my friend Carolyn, whose sister-in-law was Diane Blacklock, and she said, oh, no, I reckon I would do it. And I was like, what? Really? And when she said yes and she was just so complimentary, it kind of just went from there. So I'd love to be doing that in the virtual space as well. That's yeah. the ultimate dream. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think yeah. you're at it as well. Nobody's going to try harder at least. <laughs> it's a <all laughs> long way to go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no, it's just wonderful.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much for speaking with me, Claudine. Thank oh. you. I couldn't appreciate it more.
1: It was just such a joy and a privilege to be able to chat with you today. I've, I've missed going to your shop enormously. I've missed all the wonderful events that you put on for the Australian reading and writing community. And I can't wait until this situation is over here in Sydney so we can just get back to doing what we want oh, no.
0: do How good will normal feel? Thanks so much, Claudine. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on ReaderPod, Anna. Okay, so thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. See you next time on ReaderPod Podcast.